like to invite you to a soul level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guest's spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. Some really great music here today for you for Song of the Soul. Megan Dooley is our guest, and she particularly impresses me with her sultry, bluesy vocals and guitar, but you'll also find other varieties of music coming out of her very talented throat. She's played with bands called Dooley Noted and Top Heavy, and her newest band is Moxieville. But the treat to top off the Megan Dooley Sunday is that she comes from a place in Michigan called Kalamazoo one of those great city names like the place where I grew up, Oconomowoc. Right now, we'll head by phone to join Megan Dooley in Kalamazoo. Megan, I'm really excited to have you here today for Song of the Soul. Thank you for having me. I've been to your stomping grounds just twice in my life. I spent a week there, two different years, as part of a national Quaker gathering that took place in Kalamazoo. Sell me on Kalamazoo as one of the great cities of the U.S., well, it's one of the great cities of the U.S. to me, especially because it's not a huge city. We still retain a very diverse, very culturally active community feeling in our town. We're still having, you know, a lot of the draw of what the bigger cities can offer people. And, you know, it's, it's a great place to be in Michigan because you still get some of that rural beauty and then, you know, take a two-and-a-half-hour train ride to Chicago or, you know, go to Detroit. There's a lot of options. Tell me a little bit about the music scene there and your connection to it. I am a huge community advocate for local music, obviously, because I'm a part of that scene. And then, uh, don't quote me on this, but I read somewhere that Kalamazoo actually has more musicians per capita than almost anywhere else in the country, which I thought was very appropriate because you really can't throw a stick in this town without hitting a musician or an artist of any kind. We've got such a huge population of artists in the town. But the music scene here is so vibrant and there's so much talent that you can't go out to a a bar without seeing some new local musician that's just going to blow you away. And I was meeting with a friend yesterday who is from here but has just been traveling around for the last couple of years. He was telling me about how he's been to all these big cities in the U.S. and how they're, it's like he sees the same band in every bar in every city. But when he comes to Kalamazoo, he's always pleasantly surprised with the caliber of local musicians that are everywhere. Well, let's get in touch with some of your history with music. Let's start out with one of your songs, and that'll give us some idea also of who you've played with, where you started with music. What do you want to start with, Megan? This will be Take Care of Yourself, which is a song that I did with my first real band, Duly Noted. 
the name of the band, Duly Noted. It's like your last name, only that's like Tom Dooley, D-O-O-L-E-Y. Yep, Tom Dooley was actually my father's name. (laughs) (laughs) And did he hang down his head, Tom Dooley? (laughs) Often. We're an Irish family. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me, take care of yourself. What's this about? Why did you include it in your Song of the Soul? You know, this is a song that's always really struck me personally because of the struggle that I went through to get it. Somebody that I cared about very deeply at the time was going through a really nasty drug addiction. And they were being very selfish and very defensive when I had tried to approach them about the fact that they were destroying themselves. And they knew and didn't really care. And so, of course, this song was a way for me to express my frustration with this person that I cared about who just was not able to take care of himself. But they were just completely convinced that they were absolutely fine. So it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek reference. As in, oh yeah, right, you can take care of yourself, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you right now that you're not doing a great job of that, but if that's what you think, then just go ahead. Obviously, I can't change you. By Megan Dooley and her first group, Dooley Noted. It's from their Live at the Kalamazoo Public Library CD, Take Care of Yourself.
My guest today for Song of the Soul is Megan Dooley. That was her song, Take Care of Yourself. As I said, it's by the group Dooley Noted, and it's from the CD live at the Kalamazoo Public Library. I kind of doubt that there are any other recordings out there in the world that were made at the Kalamazoo Public Library. Am I right? Am I wrong? Oh, no, you're, you're right. That was part of the reason why we wanted to do it. But looking back on it and the experience we had, it was not the best place to record a live album. Because everybody kept telling you to be quiet because, you know, hey, shh, this is a library or what? <laughs> no, but, you know, that stigma is there. Regardless of what room of a library you're in, there's just an ingrained sense of impending doom if you are loud. And so it was really, it was really awkward for us to feel comfortable enough to rock. Because <laughs> it's just so the complete opposite of what you should be doing in a library. Well, yeah, it's, it must be kind of hard to put the amp up and, you know, get that guitar and bass flown and for you to belt it out. But now, I, on the other hand, I do think that you have an incredible voice and that your singing really comes through, really makes the song rich. And I was picking up, I, I guess the only comments in there that were very clear about someone dealing with addiction, I mean, you have the lines where you talk about drinking and smoking, the thoughts away. So I had the sense of what it was about when I first heard it. Isn't that one of the pitfalls of being connected with artists? I think engineers probably do less drug addiction than artists. Yeah. Well, you know, the whole torture artist stereotype is there for a reason. <laughs> There's at least some reality in it. Huh? Yeah. Well, I think it stems from such a high sensitivity. Well, I know I struggled with this personally and very sensitive. And I have suffered and struggled with a, not necessarily full-blown addiction problems, but definitely crutches from time to time just to kind of stop being so sensitive for a little while, kind of turn it off. Well, that was with the group Duly Noted, which is, I think, your first group. Obviously, your name starts that out. So you're in the group, and your guitar and your voice are obviously a powerful part of it. Who are the other folks in Duly Noted? Uh, some of the most talented musicians I've ever had the pleasure to know. On bass and backing vocals, we've got Stacy Kopiak, who is another Kalamazoo local musician. She's a singer-songwriter also, and I was lucky enough that she wanted to help back me up for about four or five years. And we did do the noted. And then on lead guitar, we've got Chris Mirasla. And then on drums, we've got the incomparable Tommy Ufkis. The man plays for, like, eight bands in town. Any chance he gets to beat a drum, he takes it, it sounds like. <laughs> he does. And you know what? I think it keeps him young. It's ridiculous. Because he works two full-time jobs, too, and he plays drums any chance he can get. You mentioned he's got full-time jobs in order to support, I think, probably his music habit. Do you have a daytime alter ego uh, as opposed to Megan Dooley? I did for a long time. I am lucky enough right now that I am just playing music full-time. But I did work a blue-collar manual labor job for a very long time to support my habit of music as well. But I was lucky enough that I have two very great passions in my life, and I love to cook. So I was a chef for 13 years, and I, I love making food almost as much as I love making music. It sounds like you could do a, a dinner club entertainment shtick. You know, you get the food ready ahead of time, then you get up there and people marvel at what you've cooked for them while they're listening to you play music that stimulates their salivary glands of their ears. Yeah, that's actually part of the reason why Edible Audibles was named as such. 
I was trying to incorporate both of them together. But yeah, I have plans. Eventually, we're going to have a huge house just full of food and music for friends and people visiting. <laughs> and just so people know, that reference to Edible Audibles, that is a studio CD that Duly Noted created in 2008, as opposed to the song that we just heard, Take Care of Yourself, which was from the Live at the Kalamazoo Public Library recording. So let's hear some more of your music. What's next? Up next, we've got another song from the Live at KPL album. It's called Careless.
is the song duly noted is the band and my guest is megan dooley d-o-o-l-e-y that's from live at the kalamazoo public library or as megan has said the kpl a real cultural center there evidently it is actually they really bring in a lot of cool stuff that you wouldn't expect at libraries actually our library won a couple years ago the best public library in the united states oh wow that's cool yeah, I was definitely honored for being chosen as one of the coolest libraries in the country. You know, I want to tread a little bit carefully here, Megan, but in listening to Careless, my perception is we all have our, our spots where our addictions are, are things that lead us astray from whatever path is perhaps best for us. And I was wondering if you have one of those that you get hooked by broken people that you have to take care of. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and you know what? In that song, that's definitely the case, is, is me knowingly entering into a precarious situation with someone that I know is bad for me, someone that I, I understand is a bad influence in my life and not in a romantic way. And I, I did it anyway because I don't know why. Because you're curious. Yeah, yes, very, yes, very interested and curious as to the type of person that they were underneath all of that. And also in a sense that I'm, I'm also a broken person too and that we're often attracted to what we see in others because it's a part of ourselves. 
I don't know if it's relevant or not, but in your first song that you shared, Take Care of Yourself, you talk about this person dealing with drug addiction. I come from a family with a lot of alcoholism in the family. My mother died when I was nine years old. She was drunk driving. My dad had an accident completely independent because of his drinking the same night almost killed someone else. So I'm aware of watching that in my own family and caring about it and saying, how much can I stay connected to this? How much can I let go of it? Exactly. Can you talk about where these people have gone? Have you learned to let go and let them fly on their own wings? Yeah, you have to. Um, Ultimately, people are going to learn their own lessons. And we can, through our love and kindness, we can show them only so much before they need to realize it for themselves. And some people hopefully will. Some people, unfortunately, don't. That's what happens with friends and people we love. And there's always a hope that that person will eventually come to a point where they realize that they're not just hurting the people around them, but they're hurting themselves. You know, I've had friends come back from that path and be better for it. But I've known, uh, actually, the specific person that Take Care of Yourself is about has never changed. And that song is probably almost six, seven, eight years old. It's probably nine years old, actually. It's an old song. And that person is, is worse this day than they were. But, you know, at the same time, I've had other people go through those hard lessons and, and learn things a difficult way and come out the other side a richer person for the experience, which I would love to hope for for everybody. And what I was really asking there, Megan, is if you've learned to let go, you said you have to, but you didn't say I had to. <laughs> Did you actually learn how to let go and not to be drawn in by that? Yeah, eventually it took it took a lot, a lot of mistakes to get there. But I mean, and it's different with every person, you know, sometimes if you don't want to let go right away, you don't have to let go. You can wait and see what happens. But, you know, I think there's definitely times where you realize that at this point, you're just holding yourself back. So you have to let him go. If you just tuned in, you're listening to Song of the Soul, which is a Northern Spirit Radio production, on the web at northernspiritradio.org. That's organic, not commercial. Via our website, northernspiritradio.org, you can listen to any of the more than nine years of our programs, free listening and download. There's more information. There's links. So when you want to connect with Megan Dooley, follow the links to her Facebook page for Moxieville Music or on SoundCloud. You can hear her. Just come to northernspiritradio.org and you'll find links to Megan and our other guests. There's also comments. We love to hear your comments because we love two-way communication. So please comment when you visit. And also, there's a donate button. That is how we fund this full-time enterprise. Without your support, it can't go on. So please click donate when you come. Even more important than that, I want to encourage you to support your local community radio station. They give you a slice of music and news that you get nowhere else on the American bandwidth. And so please, start from your wallet and from your hands supporting your local community radio station. Again, Megan Dooley is our guest here today today for Song of the Soul. We've had two of her songs, and we've got a few more coming. Keep us going with your music, Megan. What do you want to share next? Up next, we've got a newer song that I recorded live on our local radio station, actually speaking of supporting our local college radio station from Western Michigan University called uh, WIDR uh, 89.1 FM. I'm actually uh, in the process of starting my own radio show on Wider, which would be cool. 
but this was a recording that we did at Top Heavy. This was a cover band that I was in for about two years. This song is called Fairweather Friend.
song is Fairweather Friend. You could be forgiven if you thought that that was Janis Joplin singing. No, it was actually Megan Dooley performing <laughs> Fairweather Friend. Live on The Basement Show on WIDR in Kalamazoo in Michigan. And that's with the group Top Heavy. Let me see. I, I want to ask you about both things at once. But let's start with Top Heavy. You said it's a cover band. Who is Top Heavy? Top Heavy was with a group of great guys that I had the pleasure of playing with for a couple of years. On drums, we've got Paul K. Bauer. On lead guitar, we've got Nate Hamos. And on bass, we've got Neil Conway. And they are actually three out of five members of the band The Mainstays, who are a fabulous funk band in Kalamazoo nowadays. And for a little while, I got to play with them. And um, we did some originals. We did mostly covers. But the name, actually, as I'm sure you've speculated, doesn't have any reference to the female chess region. It's actually a CD handle that I had when I had a radio in my truck. (laughs) Well, and I want to dispel one of the myths that people evidently cling to, top-heavy referring to females makes no sense because men are much more top heavy. There's a reason that we refer to upper body strength and that men tend to dominate in that category. I agree. It was also a play on words for me for that very reason. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Kind of like my own cheeky feminist jab. All right. Cheeky feminist jabs. We love them. Yeah. I did have the sense of your voice as being Joplin-esque. Janis Joplin could belt things out, and you certainly got that capability. And you've got that edge of raw soul in there. Yeah. Who is your fair-weather friend, by the way? Oh, my fair-weather friend is actually my very good friend, Noelle. She is my best friend. We've been best friends for about 10 years. She is probably one of my most favorite people in the whole world, but we've definitely had our odd moments. I mean, as friends do, they go through ups and downs. And I wrote that song out of frustration because I just loved her so much, and I really felt like she wasn't as into the relationship, and it was difficult. So I did what any good songwriter would do, and I expressed my frustration via the majesty of song. And it's not just about my personal experience as a friend or from her, but I I felt that it was a real central theme that a lot of people can relate to is the idea that sometimes you just need to know that somebody's thinking about you because you don't know if you should continue with the relationship. You know, it's like, is this something that I can ask for from them and will they be receptive to it and can we get past this and, you know, have a stronger relationship? Yeah, it's so hard when we have those friends who don't seem to reciprocate, who seem to be happy when they're with us, but never call us to have that time. Yeah, it's a reciprocation thing. That's exactly what I was going through. We've got a couple more songs to get to, and if we're going to include them all in this program, we've got to keep moving. Give us another one. What else is part of your song of the soul? This next one is called I'm Glad That You're Gone. It's also a live recording from The Wider Show with Top Heavy. And you want to give us any heads up about why you're glad that we're gone? Oh, I mean, I went through a pretty bad breakup. I think that'll be pretty obvious <laughs> from the lyrics of the song. It's a, it's a very big blues song. I'm a big blues and, and soul fan. And uh, actually, I've written quite a few blues tunes. But this one is my favorite. For me, it's not really so much what the song is about anymore or where it came from. It's about how it makes me feel when I sing it. 
part of the reason why I love to sing is because it's like therapy for me, which is why I write about all these personal situations. It's a way for me to work through and process my feelings that make me feel isolated sometimes, but I know other people will understand. And that's the beauty of music. It's connecting with somebody through an experience that you can share together that each person can take a different interpretation of. And this song, I always say that I, I feel like I'm exercising demons when I sing this song on stage. So uh, maybe this is the first exorcism song that I've ever included on Song of the Soul. <laughs> it's Glad That You're Gone with Top Heavy, including Megan Dooley.
deep in the blues there with Top Heavy and Megan Dooley. Glad that you're gone. It's actually from live recording WIDR in Kalamazoo, Michigan, where Megan is located. Again, if you want to find Megan, come via the NordenSpiritRadio.org site. Her newest band is Moxieville, and we better say something about them before we get out. Top Heavy is past tense, as is duly noted, and Moxieville is today. With a new CD coming out before way too long, is that what the hope is? Yeah, we're actually, um, I'm moving into, um, I'm going to be a homeowner next week. So we're moving into a new house, and as soon as we get done with all of that, we're about to start recording with a good friend of ours so we can get our first album out. But you can find them on SoundCloud and on Facebook, Moxieville Music. And Moxie is a word that I connect with New York, not with Michigan. But you got the Moxie, eh? (laughs) I I like to say that I do. And it's also, it's a reference to the old Prohibition slang because the style of music that I'm doing is actually quite different than anything that people are hearing today on this station. As you said earlier, I've got a lot of soul, and I love singing the blues. And I um, also have a large appreciation for old, old country and old blues and roots. Moxieville is basically my reference to my town, is Kalamazoo. I feel like Kalamazoo is a small, fiery town that's got a lot of moxie, and I do have a lot of town pride. It's something I figure, since this program is called Song of the Soul, that I should ask all my guests is about their religious, spiritual background. Can you give me a little bit of yours, Megan? Sure. My parents both grew up Irish Catholic and did not like it at all. So we, my sister and I, I have one sibling, we grew up in a very non-religious household. Uh, which wasn't to say that we weren't encouraged to look and experience things for ourselves, which is what, you know, the point of, I think, our parents raising us non-religious was because they wanted us the opportunity to find things for ourselves, to go through our own experiences and find meaning in the things that we found important instead of what somebody might push on us, which is how they felt growing up in a strict religious household. They, they felt suffocated and extremely separate from the rest of humanity, which is, I think, the opposite of what religion should do for people. So it was my parents were both very, very adamant about us making our own choices. And um, honestly, I'm intrigued by everything. I personally wouldn't affiliate myself with anything because I don't want to close myself off to other opportunities or other philosophies or other ideas, I think keeping an open mind can help us gain a much wider perspective of ourselves as people, our lives, how we lead them, and what is out there for us. Have you sampled anything with any kind of uh, discernment? I mean, it's like you're a chef, evidently. It's hard not to have some attachments to some of the things you've tasted along the way. Oh, exactly. You know, I've, I've dabbled in a few different things here and there. I heard a quote once that really explains my spiritual experience, at least how I'd like to read it. Rivers and lakes and ponds and streams, they all have different names, but they all contain water. Religions may have different names, different principles, but I believe that all of them contain some form of truth, which can be useful and helpful 
and I've never really committed to anything, but I definitely take seeds of knowledge from things that inspired me along the way from several different things. I like to say also that my church is nature. I love to be outdoors. I love to be a part of my natural world, and I think that our natural world is really what offers us the most enrichment in life and the lessons that we can take to being aware and compassionate individuals. I guess I, I dabbled in, you know, paganism when I was a teenager, and I have lots of friends that are Buddhists now that I, you know, I find that very interesting. You know, I just, I like to keep an open mind about everything. I don't, I don't like to stick to one thing. I like to have the option of looking through many different windows. We've got time for one more song, Megan. How would you like to conclude your song of the soul? This is the most recent song that I have. It's an unreleased recording. Uh, I wanted to release it on here and have some people listen to something they haven't heard from me yet. The song is called Fall. It's a home recording that I did for my father who recently passed away from lung cancer. And it was a song that I wrote for him before, you know, when I found out about his diagnosis and I, I wanted to write him a song so he could listen and he could really understand how much I love him and how much he's impacted me as an artist and as a person. So it was kind of like my gift to him. We've been visiting today with Megan Dooley. You find her as part of Moxieville now, Moxieville Music on SoundCloud or Facebook is where you're going to find her. Follow the links from NordenSpiritRadio.org. Megan, it's been great getting to know you. Our neighbor state right across Lake Michigan from Wisconsin. Kalamazoo sounds like I really have to just come spend some time there in the community. So I look forward to that pretty soon. Thank you so much for joining me, Megan. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. There are a couple of bonus excerpts from this interview that we couldn't fit in the broadcast version, including a really great recounting of the musical connection between Megan and her unabashed and talented golden-throated father. It really touched my heart. You'll find it as a bonus excerpt on northernspiritradio.org with this show. We end today's visit with Megan Dooley with her song for her father, Fall. See you next week for Song of the Soul. I was a girl, there was a tree Out in front of our house, right next to the street When I looked up, it was all I could see When I looked down, you were waiting for me To jump You knew I could fly You caught more than my arms When I fell from the sky Know what it means Now I know what it was And I searched for it often Without any luck But I knew it was out there You showed me as much Sure enough, he was waiting for me to wise up and fall. I knew I could fly. He caught more than my arms when I fell from the sky. 
The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, join me weekly for Song of the Soul. You can be happy Let in the light It will heal you And you can feel you And sing out a song of the soul